to the sounds of K-Bomb, K-B-O-M, Seaside City. You're about to listen to Spirit of 77, Heavy Gaze in Seaside City. What is Spirit of 77, you may ask? Takes the best parts of a bad decade and makes a role-playing game out of them. Evil Knievel and Pam Greer, Alice Cooper and Bruce Lee, the Dukes of Hazard, and the Six Million Dollar Man. And of course, Shaft. Spirit of 77 is a combination of muscle cars and Mack trucks, CB radios, and kung fu fighters. Cross-country road races and big scores in the big city with a killer soundtrack. Can you dig it? Now stay tuned to K-Bomb for Heavy Gigs in Seaside City with your DJ, Anton K. Last time on Heavy Gigs in Seaside City. So, hey everybody. Uh, Welcome back to Heavy Gigs in Seaside City. Uh, I'm going to catch you up on what happened last time. Things got a little harrowing as Harry Hooligans, acting as uh, hardened Harley Harbingers of Helter Skelter, closed in on our heroes. Uh, the B-sides had fallen in with uh, food-flinging free spirits, festooned with fabulous fables of the fallen feral fellows full of ferocity, who had fallen in with a uh, Faustian female to fuel some foul fiend's nefarious pot plot that would pollute the population with a pandemic uh, of pandemonium. You guys catch all that? I hope so. Pandemonium of, of powerful and plutonic proportions. So uh, we now join our uh, our program already in progress. Guys, you remember everything? Uh, every every single every thing. single every detail. I remember howling in the distance. Right, there was howling. So you guys met up with uh, with every the catering, uh, and they took you back to their uh, their rustic yet homey warehouse headquarters. Yeah, it's on the midway. It's a, it's like a, a giant uh, empty warehouse that has been. Uh, the inside has kind of been fitted out like, um, like almost like a, an old mead hall. You know, wooden tables and, and, and herbs hanging from the the rafters and kind of makeshift, uh, you know, wooden structures. But everything it looks kind of nice, like old world homey. Um, you know, it's very comfortable in here. Uh, there's large fire pits. If you like that sort of thing. If you like that sort of thing. I mean, it's definitely not the modern clean lines for sure. But it's rustic, but it's very comforting. Yeah, good um, thing I played Skyrim. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that you guys heard as you were kind of getting your getting your uh, your lessons on how to destroy the, uh, the Dagon Leaf is howls echoing in the night. And, uh, and the roar of motorcycles. And so you guys are, you know, kind of stand there and you hear uh, from outside the windows uh, you know, almost almost as if the glass is kind of rattling a little bit in the upper uh, areas of the warehouse. Uh, and, I unlimber my bow and I go to the window and I look out. Yeah, you, can, you as you're uh, pulling your bow and going towards the window, you can see around you members of, uh, of the catering troop are arming themselves as well with rifles and shotguns that they seem to have pulled out from uh, cabinets. This is the strangest catering company I've ever seen yeah. before in all my days, baby. 
You yeah. go from pots and pans to shotguns and handguns, mama, in the blink of an eye, Jack. They deliver whoop ass. Yeah, even right. uh, even your old friend, the captain, who I don't know if you remember, was there. Uh, that's my man, the captain. I love yeah. the captain. He a good dude, baby. He pulls out a comma from the folds of his rain slicker, pulls his little yellow rain hat down, uh, preparing for conflict. Oh, shit, captain. That ain't a good sign, mama. The pipe he clenches in his teeth burns with the sweet-smelling tobacco. A comma. A comma, like a period and a comma and a semicolon? No, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's- Ain't no time for punctuation, Jack. <laughs> and if anything, we need an exclamation, exclamation point, baby. There's some serious yeah. shit jumping off here, mama. You know, as you, Dan, as you make yourself uh, your way towards the window, you kind of look out. You can see bikers, hairy, bulky, clad leather jackets. Uh, yeah, wolves on wheels. This is a real hair racing experience. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa pulls out the sword, I asked the, the deadly song, and then. The Shogoth Wind, I should say. It hums with uh, almost like uh, somebody. You can hear ethereal pipe music, like uh, like somebody's playing the playing the pan pipes, just just right inside your range of hearing. It's very low, but you can make it out. Uh, I'm gonna ask the nice woman who runs this catering joint. Are these boys friends of yours, Mama? Esmeralda looks at you and she says, "They are not. If you have weapons, I would arm up now." I don't know what these people are planning. Good. Are we gonna be able to tell you guys apart? Oh, most definitely. Uh, <laughs> the, they, fur, they, the furry ones. <laughs> they have embraced their uh, their feral nature. We have not. Now, what are they coming here looking for? Why they want to rumble with y'all on this uh, full moon evening? More than likely, they want to get their Dagon leaf back. Oh, it's them same boys. See, I didn't recognize them because they wasn't hairy werewolves. <laughs> Well, Jason, you look back and uh, you, you can see the you know some of them are standing alongside their motorcycles. Um, their faces are covered in fur, sharp fangs glisten with saliva in the moonlight. Uh, standing between the pack, though, and the building that you guys are in, is a man nearly eight feet tall. His uh, his head is shaved. His like face it. is kind of elongated, but not fully hound-like, just a little distorted. And his eyes seem to reflect like a yellow light. Like an animal's would. That's the hound master, I presume. Yeah, well, he is dressed in the leather jacket, leather pants, leather boots that have silver spurs. Well, that's either the hound master or the undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anachronism, my bad. Sorry. You'll find out in a few years. My, my mistake. He hollers, uh, the, the, the man that you see, Jason, the guy that's standing there. Uh, what, are, what are the rest of you doing, by the way, taking actions and stuff? I got my guitar at the ready, man. I'm about to blast some God of Thunder on these, on these, on mooks. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm standing by the I'm I'm standing by the door with my pistol drawn and ready to fire. Hopefully, I got silver bullets in here <laughs> to do some serious damage to these these hair beasts. Song? You gonna play immigrant song? Uh, if you'd like, yeah. <laughs> I just hope I get the uh, that um, that uh, deafening effect. That's all. I mean, I do know that one. That so no, that would definitely be around here. Yeah. Yeah, Guys, they're coming yeah. in. <laughs> Uh, actually, they're not right yet. Um, the... <laughs> Got the DM, John. I was trying to help. No, no. The, so the tall guy, uh, he goes, uh, "Come now, as just." Yeah, man, that was a raccoon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, "Just give us back the Dagon leaf. Uh, we ain't trying to come in there and take it." And uh, Esmeralda that, moves to the window. That's handy. We can we just got, all sit here then. <laughs> it was the Dagon leaf what was uh, on the planes to be dispersed like a bomb? Or yep. Yep. Yeah, just double checking. Yeah. 
blue. For some reason, I was thinking explosives. The blue reefer involved too. That blue crazy reefer. Was it like an explosive dispersal mechanism? Yeah, it was. It made it an aerosol. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I was just. I was trying to. I stuff's going to turn everyone to feral zombies if we let it go. He, uh, Esmeralda moves to one of the windows above, like she's up in the rafters with a bow, and uh, she says, Evan, you prick, we've already destroyed that shit. Now just take your strays and go. As you guys are watching out the window, you can see Evan's body becomes more bulky, like you're actually watching it kind of bulk up. His face elongates into a Mm. more of a snout-like, almost like a... Like uh, one of those Anubis hounds. I'm I'm gonna uh, Vanessa perks up, and you can practically see the light bulb above her head. And she uh, reaches, runs to the duffel bag, and grabs that one of those rocket launchers we <laughs> originally took that we never used. Oh, there you go. I also, Anton, I know this is all great descriptions, but um, when Dan Dan's at the window watching all this happen, right. He will not necessarily wait for it all to play out. All good, man. You let me know when he starts shooting. I wanted to ask you something about the window. Go ahead. Uh, is it a window that opens, or is it just a glass pane? It is a window that opens from the bottom. Like uh, It has yeah. one of those little prop sticks. Like out of school. Yes, exactly. All right. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to ease that, that window open while, they, while um, Eben is talking. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all standing there by their bikes, correct? Yeah, they they look like they're all ready to go. They're just waiting for Evan to give them a signal. There's 15 of them. All right, man. What if we uh, what if we send out that lease that they want booba trapped and with like a fucking explosive in it and give it well, to them and that motherfucker this, can blow up when they open it? Mine is similar. I wanted to wrap a rag around my, an arrow, light it on fire, and shoot it at the gas can on the bike while they're all standing there. You're focusing on the bikes? What do you mean? I mean, you're Dan is looking at the bikes. He's focusing on them. Focusing on them. Okay, so you're yeah, just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. You are looking at them, right? I'm not just looking only at the bikes, but okay, okay. sure. <laughs> Go along with it. Apparently, there's a hallucination that's going to happen there. No, it's actually not a hallucination. I was going to have you do a uh, a brains roll. I mean, if I'm preparing to fire at them, I guess I am. Okay. Um, real quick, while all those machinations are going on, this is like they tore down a catering, right? So there's a lot of food sitting around. There's a shit ton of food. Okay, is there like a big like bone? Oh, uh-huh. probably. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look for a big bone. A big bone. And I'm going to throw it out the window and, and yell, "Fetch!" These motherfuckers. Right, well, it'll take you a second to find a bone, so let's let some other things. Okay, unfold. that's cool. That's what I'm doing. And now uh, that I and now that I have the rocket launcher, I grab any kind of like loose sheet of like newspaper or something like that, a pillow pillowcase, but or just something that I can kind of hold in front of. Where the hell are you gonna find a pillowcase? Create cover skill from Starfinder. It's pillowcase. <laughs> We're going after cockatrices, right? That's what we do with a pillowcase. <laughs> Or like a cardboard box that's, you know, big enough. Right. We're just saying a sleepover, baby. We ain't got no pillows around here. Uh, okay, so Jason? Yes? You notice that there's a, a figure standing back from everybody near the bikes. He's uh, he's small and thin. He's dressed in a hooded ankle-length jacket. Is he playing a pipe? No. You can't see his features, but it does seem weirdly out of place because everybody else is kind of in this group is... Very bulky and hairy and feral, wolf-like. Wolf-like, and this guy is kind of standing off in the back, 
Vulcan. Uh, trying not to be uh, seen, and he's small and thin. So nobody's into the idea of booby trapping these. Uh, these... <laughs> well, you could do that. I mean, you could. That, that's what you could get into, man. If that's what you want to do. I'm just trying to take the temperature of the room, but it seems like we got rocket launches and exploding motorcycles. So I mean, we, we throw the whole kitchen sink at them. <laughs> okay, so so what is the plan with the box? I mean, if they want the my whole thinking is if they want these leaves, why don't we just fucking put a, a goddamn hand grenade in there or something and send it out to them, and then they just blow all of them up. Do you want to fight a bunch of werewolves that are all hopped up on this leaf because you exploded? Oh, they won't get it, baby. They just open it up and it'll fucking blow up in their faces, mama. They don't even have to open the box; it just blows up wherever they're going. I mean, but that that could be a bit of a dispersal method. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right, then. Never mind. Did yeah. Get- so then I I I run now. I run to the window and I'm holding a cardboard box. If that's what I found, but in yeah, front, in front of me, so that when I arrive at the window, all I do is they see it fill up with the, with the cardboard box and maybe my eyes. Just okay. Box. Metal Metal Gear. <laughs> You're obfuscating the rocket launcher. Yes. Are you gotcha. at the same window as me? Probably not. No, there's a couple of uh, downstairs windows. So you're going to take a shot. So you, you're you lighting a rag and shooting at the bikes. I'm going to yeah, distract them yeah, by throwing the bone. Yeah, I'm making a flaming arrow, and I'm going to shoot at the at the bike to hopefully blow it up while they're all standing there. I'm sorry. If they're all distracted because I'm creating a distraction by throwing a bone at them, wouldn't that be a good time to shoot your flaming arrow? That way they wouldn't see it, and they could blow them all up and not notice I mean, they're already standing by the bikes, which yeah. is where I wanted them to congregate if I'm going to blow them up with the bike. I'm just, okay. No, I know, but I just if, if you throw the bone, then they will move toward the bone away from the bikes. I didn't think they'd move toward it. I just thought they'd be like kind of stunned because I was so stupid, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could definitely confuse them. You want to throw the bone like if you... That was my whole plan. Can, <laughs> if he can throw the bone, which I'm sure he can because he has a freaking robotic arm. If you can throw the bone into the midst of the backs, so they all just like get completely confused and stare <laughs> down at it. That's exactly what I was going for. Vanessa's well, like, that sounds good, to me, good to me. Vanessa's looking at you guys, and her jaw is just like, you're slack, and she's like, "Are we gonna kill these guys or what?" Yeah, totally. And then, and then <laughs> you'll know, finish them off with your rocket. This will be. Uh, I just uh, I think I'm gonna shoot it now. And then, and then Bobby will come out. I'm with just gonna shoot it now. Guns, bl- oh, guns blazing! I'm just gonna shoot. It. Are, they, are they? Are they just still hanging out out there? Are they- well, I mean, there's been a lot of discussion of what is happening, so they're actually kind of moving towards the building. I'm All just- right, they're throw your bone, throw firing. Your bone. Fetch! Oh, I'm waiting. I throw the bone. Fetch. Okay. Uh, so so you're in the midst of them, just the, the front door. Uh, as the, you open the door, they start to lurch forward um, towards the warehouse. Well, he, yeah, he, fetch, he, this I, I fetch this too. I just threw the bomb. Fetch this too. I pull the trigger and I shoot it like wherever wherever the mass is. Oh, like shit. Justin, Justin, I'm shooting my arrow too. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. I'm following that rocket. As soon as that fucking rocket hits, I open the door and start firing at these motherfuckers. I get the hell out of the way. It's all coming out. <laughs> So just a fucking shitstorm starts pouring out of this building. That's right. All right. Um, I guess roll the rocket. Shock and all, baby. Shock and all. (laughs) 
Sunday, 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 at, at the Sabbath Rally Raceway, the Dark Pre 300. The Morta Clan, fielding three racers, including the current World Rally Champion, Mateo Morta. Against five of the Kaga Clan's best drivers, three unaffiliated racers will be entering the race in hopes of winning a spot in the Honduras Classic. The races start at 1 p.m. Bring a canned food item for the Torta Sanctuary and get $2 off your ticket. The top prize, 20 grand. That's a lot of money here in the 70s. Sunday, 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 the Sabbath Rally Raceway, the Dark Prix 300. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the uh, ticket from Dan Mayhem Mayhem. And free hot dogs for the kids. So that's a hit for a rocket launcher. Where's our damage on rocket launchers? Oh, shit. I mean... I don't know. Let's find it, it real quick. Hang on. Did you find it you know? in the book, John? I'll look for it. I know it's in here. Where did Hold you on. get a rocket launcher? I mean... He's an arms dealer. That's Where what she does, baby. <laughs> She's got him falling out. Instead of fire and forget? Rocket launcher does four harm. That's a lot of harm. I'm sitting here reading all this off to you guys, and you're, I'm like, why aren't they listening to me? I was because you're muted. Because <laughs> um, you're muted, and we can hear you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> four harm. That's far. Reload. Area. Well, they are definitely close together. Yeah. Cool. They're in fireball formation, dude. <laughs> yeah, they they were in they were in hand grenade takes out the party formation. Um, Oops. I rolled, I rolled in the spirit. Of <laughs> yeah, I just saw I roll 2d6 plus 3 in spirit. So, yeah, I'm going to say eight of, eight of the 15 are down. Yeah! Wow. Then, there are 15 of them, apparently. <laughs> and then, Jason, you hit the bike, but it wasn't enough to make it explode. Okay. But, but it's on fire? I'm surprised I even hit the bike with that roll. There was a lot of bikes kind of together. It was kind of like throwing a... A, a small dart at a very large dartboard. That was groovy. <laughs> but now shit is on. So, yeah. uh, Bobby, you said you were going to kick the door open and start shooting. Yeah. Well, I guess the door is open when the bone. Yeah. Was, so I went to smoke his ass where I dealt my damage and I got off a shot, often myself to danger. Oh no. We're all right there in that bottleneck too. Yep. Well, the door was open. I just stuck my hand out and shot. I mean, with my pistol. So you shot. Uh... Hey man, what? Hey man, watch your six. So you do <laughs> one harm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Ahead. I may. I have notes on my notebook right here. So yeah, it's, uh, the 38 revolver, which I have, does two harm. Uh, close, reload, loud, concealed. So it just does, the 38 does two harm, if you will. That was completely straight until... If you will. I can't talk in my regular voice for too long in this podcast. I don't want people to get confused. All right, so we're going to say you did one damage there. Nice. Okay, cool. Does uh, throwing the bone count as my move, or do I have to wait? Or No, I mean, I, I feel like throwing the bone was the inciting action. Okay. I'm going to make my God of Thunder roll. Uh, if I get 10 or above, it affects... Uh, God of Thunder, uh, on 10 plus multiple targets from the scene, get deafened. Staggering around at a disadvantage. On a 7 to 9, only one target gets deafened. Okay? So I'm going to aim at the Houndmaster, but if I get the multiple targets behind him, that's good too. Okay? Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 
13. So that's going to affect. So I deafened a whole group. They're staggering and around. They're going to be extra deafened because they're all they have all have heightened senses. Yeah. Ooh. And they just had a rocket explode next to them. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they raided down I chaos. I don't think they were prepared for this. Which is fine. And, and since Jason suggested, I'll play immigrant song on the guitar. <laughs> That's awesome. I would, love, I would love to hear that on your guitar, baby. <laughs> Some future movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, that Star Wars. It'll be worth the forty-year wait. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just hang out, man. You'd be cool. Do yourself a Star Wars. So they're all kind of shell shocked and staggering around. All right, man. So I dropped the rocket launcher, and I. Vanessa struts through the front door as the smoke, through the smoke as it's clearing, and that fucking music from Kill Bill is playing as she walks out there. Oh, that's she, awesome. she draws. Now who's being the anachronist? <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out Shogoth's wind. Fuck yeah. Okay. And she, and she charges, she raises it above her head, you know, two hands pointing forward, straight ahead, and screams and charges. That's awesome. Wow, okay. Uh, Jason, I need you to throw me a soul roll. Sure. And, uh, um, but, and, and, she, and she screams, Up your nose with a rubber hose! Fucking <laughs> 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 of course she does. Quite an inspiring battle cry. Very, very <laughs> poignant for the time. Uh, very timely. Alright, you got a 10? Mm-hmm. You get a flash in your head? Stop that. Of a centipede the size of a man wrapped around a sleeping hound with a collar made of sparking metal. And the centipede bites into the hound's neck and it makes the hound bigger and stronger but somehow more sickly. Okay, I actually, I may be going insane but I think I can interpret that one. But that's what you get. Yeah, no, uh, I'm saying. I, I think I know what it actually means. So, I mean, uh, are you going to resolve uh, Vanessa's thing there? I think she just started shooting people. But No, she ran out with a sword, so now it would be top oh, of the order. Cause oh, yeah, because I'm all the way like out in the window, so I had to, get, I had to drop the thing, get down, right. run to the front door, and then run out, draw my sword. That's like a full turn. I don't get any actions from my guys because they're stunned, stunned. So. Stunned, stunned. And yeah, uh, I've, got, I've got eight, nine characters who are stunned and staggered right now. Okay, Matt, um, well, who's up then? That would be you. We're back at top oh, of the order. All right, I just want to check before I start talking. Um, so the hunting bow has a uh, close or long range, right? And, uh, that thin fella back there, who I'm now going to refer to colloquially as centipede man. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am going to take aim and I'm going to loose an arrow at him. All right. And uh, yeah, I, I can just uh, can I roll that? Is it far? Is it, am I close enough? Yeah, you're close enough. Is that a mysterious roll? No, that was an accidental roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That was a muscle contraction. <laughs> there, are, there are no accidents. By the way, um, if anybody wonders, which probably you wouldn't even notice, but I, I am now, I have a hustle of three now because as my leveled up thing, I took Eye of the Tiger, which let me raise a two to a three. Nice. Well, I got an eight on that one. Um... Let's see. So, I mean, Bobby's always saying stuff actually does. This is, uh, who's playing the guitar? Yeah, I hear the guitar too. Sorry. 
I'll turn down a little bit. I, th- I thought it was the rocket with the robot on. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was part of his whole aura. That's <laughs> uh, uh, it. Just oh, there it is. Uh, smoke his ass. That's that's what it is. I will go ahead and deal both points of damage, both points of harm, and uh, say that in order to get that that shot, I had to. Uh, exposed myself in the window. I kind of went up, up above. Whipped out your penis? Oh my god! No, I don't remember saying anything about any penis. Okay. I I simply stood up and and was fully in the window instead of like off to You're the side. You were fully in the window <laughs> with your penis. So you launched the arrow at the the fella in the in the hooded trench coat, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was I was trying to get us back on track from Bobby's yeah. about penises. Oh, sorry guys. Sorry, yeah, that's, Im- that's, Im- that's impossible. Once he gets going about penises, I'm sorry. I can't. That's a whole yeah. nice shot. It's like that, is it? I can't. I'm sorry. I forgot this was such a serious podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you and your penis screaming. There will be the whole storyline where we expose the flasher ring. Just you just gotta wait for it. <laughs> the villain known as the, go undercover. We'll run up against so the villain does, called so the Streak. <laughs> yeah, capturing the Streak. I remember that song. Ray Stevens. Yeah, man. Uh, I love the scene in the stadium when, when we, we chase him across the field. And the World Series going on. Oh man! I, I said, wait. "Don't look, Ethel." I can't wait for that stuff. But oh, anyway, you got you got to go find your contact, the illustrious potentate. Yeah. <laughs> they have the Arab. Yeah, man, Sheik of the Burning Sands. Uh, so the arrow flies through the gloom, and uh, you know you see it hit it, and uh, his hooded head kind of turns and looks at it as it's sticking out of his kind of shoulder collarbone area. He just looks at it? Yeah, he just looks at this arrow sticking out of him. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's more or less what Dan just said. <laughs> alright that's a bad sign <laughs> that's not good at all alright anybody got any silver arrows mm-hmm. so now we jump to Jim right yeah you would be next in rotation okay I am going to uh, use this round for my black belt in crazy ab- <laughs> ability okay I sit out to fight for a round and I play an inspiring tune since I'm kind of the bard of the party <laughs> Uh, to fire up your friends while performing, everyone on the team rolls with something extra, and they gain the area effect for all their melee attacks. Dope! Yeah. Oh, oh man! Wait, so, wait, 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 wait! No. Hold on! Yes, the area effect for all attacks. Uh, yeah, I just read it. Oh, right melee off. attacks! This is, what, attacks. this is what I bought for my oh, with my uh, with my yeah. exp. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The oh, fucking be, whirlwind of death is about to happen. That could be real bad. <laughs> that's right. So that's oh, that's shit. my action. Who are you? That's my action. This fuck thing. it. All right. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> next. Are you exposing yourself. <laughs> Speaking of Kill Bill, this is definitely Kill Bill now. Bobby, go hmm. for it, Vanessa. What are you doing, man? For it, Bobby. I'm gonna. I guess since Van- I'm gonna follow Vanessa out the door. How far away are these boys from? Um, they're probably about twenty feet from the door at this point. Oh, but they're all kind of staggered and clutching their heads. And for werewolves, they look real unimpressive. Uh, they're not intimidating right now. What's this and her people doing? The right closest now? werewolf. Uh, I'm gonna come out the door, and the closest werewolf I see, I'm just gonna deliver a beat down on this dude. 
and I'm just gonna punch him in the fucking. <laughs> fucking punch a werewolf. Roll it. I'm gonna punch a werewolf, and I get a plus one for my melees. Yeah, and it's an and area. You, and you roll, and you roll with something extra. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> so fucking. Right. So you roll three. So I'm gonna yeah, roll three. Roll three dice. Plus three because I added a plus one to my might, so my might is now two from leveling up. And I'm first. I'm gonna kiss my fist. You understand? <laughs> And I'm gonna punch <laughs> this werewolf square in his shit. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! That, yeah. is, a, that is a mighty roll of a eleven. Plus three is fourteen on this werewolf. Yeah, werewolf so fly up into this thing's head, and its body does that. Uh, you, uh, you remember the scene in Snatch where he kind of comes up off the ground and slow motion falls backwards? Yes, it's what it's one of those moves. And I look uh, at I look at my fist and I say, "You still got it, baby." And then I kiss. <laughs> it. Uh, to answer your question, Jason, Esmeralda's. A, I'm assuming because they're allies, they're all all of their attacks are area effects, um, and they all get to roll with something extra. Is yeah. that how it works, Jim? Jim, yeah, you're muted. That's I just, probably up to you. I, I don't know if it would extend to NPCs. That's what I'm asking. Is yeah, it I think. It, uh, I don't, hold on, let me. I have the wrong window up. It's probably just... Uh, it says your friends. Dude, fire up your friends while performing. Okay, Everyone that's your On the team. Yeah. Rolls with something extra and gains the area effect for melee attacks. And okay. I would think that rule is written that it, with yeah, only your party in mind anyway. Like, yeah, I think it says your friends. You have... Oh, would be yeah. for the party. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, it'd be a little much for it to go everywhere. Well, yeah, there's... I mean, there's six of them using ranged right now. Of Esmeralda's people. Nice. Oh. What are they shooting? Um, rifles and bows. So just bullets are zinging past my yeah, head into these everywhere. werewolves. They're pegging them too. I mean, they've. I doesn't. It doesn't look like anybody's missed. Which should be the second song I'm playing while you guys are all kicking ass to Kill Bill music. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this. Okay. So it's more damage. I'm just keeping track of the damage right now. And Bobby, you crack shots. You knocked one out. Mm. All right, so that leaves eight people up, including Evan and Skinny. Um, so this would be so John. Who are you heading towards? Just the largest mass of werewolves. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can get weighed into them. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm wading into them so that they surround me, especially since I just feel like I'm going <laughs> to just perform a cyclone of fucking disaster. Dude, in the most ridiculous Anton fashion, I just was about to ask you if I could have one of those chocolate-covered pretzels. Completely <laughs> forgetting <laughs> that, that we are states and states away. <laughs> That's but why I, I had my camera off for so long, because I've been watching that. <laughs> This is my dinner. I saw that shit come up on screen. It was like, yo, can I get one? But then I'm like, wait a minute. That's not going to work. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So you... I'm such a dumbass. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I'm such a fatty. Uh, <laughs> it's just, I love my snacks. So if, um, you, if you wade into the middle of these werewolves... Mm, uh, yes. About six of them. Yes. Uh, and roll them bones, dude. In a slash... Oh, is this that freaky sword? Oh, is this that freaky baby. sword? All right. Uh, yeah. That's cool. The fucking, mm-hmm. A deadly song from Shogas Wind Sword and A Major. You deal double damage. Yeah, man. 
but hang on, baby, don't you get an extra dice because of the, the oh, magic? Extra. That's right. Something, Something extra. extra. Yes, you get an extra dice, baby. All right, we'll uh, with a, yeah, okay. It doesn't matter, but Stick with way, the, the music's just blaring out of the from behind me from the warehouse. The smoke clears. These werewolves close in on Vanessa. And she's still wearing that kimono she stole from the movie set. And just, you know, whirling fucking tornado fucking slashes. Right. The song, deadly song. Yeah, so you do double damage. Um, and what's the damage, original damage? The harm on a katana, I believe, just was... Two, I think. A two, yeah. So you do four. And an area. Yeah. Three of them drop. Yeah! Three of them are still standing. Inclu- uh, Eben is still up, and Skinny is still up. No, no, I'm just saying, of the people outside, you guys can see. Because we don't have really a map. I'm just kind of giving you a play-by-play. Three of the grunts are up, Eben is still up, and Skinny is in the back still. Kind of staring at this arrow, sticking at him like, are you fucking kidding me? And Vanessa's, the blood sprays everywhere. Everywhere. Yells out, I'm shaking my group thing. (laughs) (laughs) You're the best battle cries, Vanessa. I feel like you're just trying out uh, catchphrases until one sticks, baby. (laughs) And I just really like that about what's happening here. (laughs) You hear... Kind of screamed from the warehouse, and uh, you guys kind of all look and see the captain running out of the front doors. Oh, captain! He has a harpoon. Captain's done lost his damn mind, baby. Captain you yourself killed, captain. And he fucking impales a werewolf. Oh, captain! So another one drops. You and the captain make it happen. Yeah, his uh, so so his little. His little rain slicker kimono uh, is shining yellow as he has a little trail of smoke coming from his pipe that has not left his teeth yet. And he uh, runs one of these suckers through. He looks very pleased with himself. Nice. Uh, let's see. After the captain, Esmeralda's crew goes. So the, the way that they're set up, they're turn-based. They're shooting in, like, um, phalanxes. So there's a lot of them. I don't know if you remember. There's probably about 40 of them inside of the warehouse. So they're just like on my... I have turntables set up on my page. And this is just when they're coming up moves-wise. I'm doing hash marks for moves. So that crew went... Because <laughs> the second group only has plus twos, not plus threes. Ah, dude, there's still four up. Eben, Skinny. He hasn't been touched except for by Dan. Eben hasn't been hit by anybody. I mean, now it's the werewolves. <laughs> So, Bobby... Yes. Uh, Eben is going to rush towards you because you're the biggest dude out there. Mm-hmm. So, he's a big old eight-foot uh, jackal-headed werewolf. And you just punch somebody's head off. So. You guys saw Thor. This is like bad. Hulk in uh, the Wolf Fenrir. Yes. <laughs> so, he's going to he's gonna claw at you. And that 12 looks like that's going to probably hit you. Oh, man. Bobby's going to be a werewolf now. Oh. Oh, he didn't bite him. He just clawed at him. Bloody white wolf. Mm, that'd be a fun voice to try to figure Bloody out. White wolf. Copyright infringement. <laughs> I would just howl every now and then at the end of my statement. <laughs> <laughs> we do, baby. Then you'll just be Wolfman. So he slashes into you pretty good. Uh, kind of rakes you across the chest with one of his big old hands. Okay. Oh, man, you need a cut, man. You need a quarter... Two, the two guys that are still, the two wolves that are still up, actually, they kind of look, like they, they kind of come out of the stun. They got arrows sticking out of them. They got bullet holes. They got their head ringing. They, half the bikes are on fire. They're looking around. 
and you think for a minute that they're gonna keep fighting, but they ain't. Uh, <laughs> they just they just beat feet, man. They start running. Uh, and then skinny. So Vanessa, kind of kind of lurching towards you, is this tall, uh, skinny figure. He's uh, he's in a black uh, kind of ankle length coat. He's got his hood up. He's got an arrow sticking out of his uh, his kind of collarbone area, and he's got a what you're assuming is like a machete in his left hand, and he slashes at you with that. Oh no! Sometimes someone just wants to punch you in the face. It happens. There are two ways of handling that urge, and other people either by taking the hit or getting out of the way. Taking the hit means you shrug off the damage from the wound, which means. Uh, a plus might roll, or you might want to get out of the way by trying to dodge it. Uh, then you roll a hustle. So it says here, either way, on a 10 plus, you avoid the harm completely. So oh, I guess, yeah. I would try to hustle then. I would, I would roll to get out of the way. I'm on it now. I see you. Yeah, All it's, right. on, it's on page 30, baby, of the handbook. Mm, I'm on it. I'm on it. This is grooming. All right. <laughs> All right. I. Okay, I'm gonna get to, out of the way. Good to know next time someone wants to try to punch me in the face. <laughs> I mean, when you're dancing, doing a dance of death, you know, you, you're also dodging shit. So he misses you with his, uh, with his, uh, his possible machete. Mm, psych. Okay, Which is and obviously not a machete. Just so you guys know, all uh, player characters have eight hit points, if you will. Right. According to the rule book, unless you have uh, armor soak stuff, yeah, and... I, don't, I don't have none of that. Well, either. I don't have I don't have armor, but I do have another ability next. I I just remembered completely that I had forgotten. A so week in the hospital, so it'll fix me up. I mean, you've been there probably dozens of times. Maybe but... they know they, they know my name and my exact measurements at the hospital, baby. I've been nah. <laughs> You don't really want to take another shot like that, though. You'd be in some trouble. Well, now that I know mm-hmm. about that other thing that you was talking about on page 30, I can try to get out of the way next time. Yeah. All right, man. Or in your case, probably um, the other one, the might yes, one. the might one. Okay, so we're back to the top of the order. How far away is this uh, general melee? Well... I shouldn't say general melee. At this point, there's Evan, there's the thin dude who's like right up on Vanessa right now. Right. And the other ones ran away, right? Two of them ran away, and Evan's still there. Evan's yes, fighting Bobby. Yes, sir. How far away is he from me? Um, I would probably say he's close to 30 feet from you. Oh, that ain't too far. How far can you move in this game? Uh, I would say your base move would probably be about 35 feet you know, if you're running. I mean, I was an athlete. I mean, if they're close, you can get to them. If not, yeah, if I'd say you'd here. be able to get to them. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw Let's my start sword. start bringing measurements into the situation. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just like, <laughs> basically, I just want to know if I can get there. Yeah, I think uh, you can get there. I'm drawing my sword. Drop my bow. Draw my sword. And I'm going to run out there and attack the, the Eben guy. Okay. And I don't. You didn't give me the the whole lowdown that um, you gave to Vanessa, but I have the other sword. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I mean, I don't have the the skinny on it. What do you mean? He put I a mean, thing. 
He put yeah. mine, then yours in there. No, nah, but mine was some other completely different thing. Yeah, your sword is not the same as his. Right. Uh, yeah. You will roll. It does uh, three harm. But it's special. It is special. So is special. We all special, baby, in own way. Yeah my, yeah, my fourth grade teacher used to say that. <laughs> it's the harrowing horseman, right? Then my sixth grade teacher used to say, "No, no, different thing." What's harrowing horseman? No, remember, you guys both have a sword from that set of swords. I, I do remember. That's what I'm. No, I'm, t- I'm telling John. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yours. Yours is A minor. Yeah. Mine is A minor. Apparently, yours is A major. Oh, I thought because you put my information in the chat, and then following that, you put another whole block of things. Yeah, but that's that not that's not connected to the sword. That's connected to his visions. Oh, okay. I didn't read that. Yeah, Shook man. Very thoroughly. All right. Never mind. All right, so have it now that everybody's on the same page. Can you t- explain to me what mine does? No, I cannot. Oh, it's Whoa. oh, it's secret. Okay. Yes, it is. All right, that's fair enough. I already know it can turn people into crystal and make them blow up. Yes, it can. All right, so I'm attacking Evan. All right. Hi, y'all. And all that. I try to I try to imitate Vanessa. <laughs> She looked like she knew what she was doing, so... Uh, uh, kind of. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty impressive. So the blade cuts into his arm as he's reeling back to rip another uh, another hole into Buddy White. And uh, you watch as it kind of starts to crystallize all through his forearm and up his bicep. And his face, you know, it's, it's, it's stricken with this pain, this... This uh, overwhelming uh, fear kind of overtakes him. And uh, Vanessa, you see like a flash and the skinny figure kind of darts away from you and towards Eben. And you watch as almost uh, time starts to slow down. He raises his arm and it's not a machete. It's almost like a praying mantis mandible kind of pincer thingy. Uh, is what makes up his arm. And he slices Eben's arm off at the shoulder before the crystalline uh, infection can spread to his whole body. And the arm falls to the ground at your feet, Dan, and shatters like uh, glass on the pavement. Man, that's Ooh. creepy. That's very creepy. So that is what happens there. Yeah. That would be... Uh, I, I'm going to say this even though I don't even believe it myself, but, you know, all the melee attacks are, are area of effect. And he, he done rushed over into my area of effect. Technically, temporal displacement would not have made him in that area when you made the attack. I accidentally step on a leaf and all of the animals on the earth die. There's no longer dogs. They've been replaced with talking rocks. Oh, shit. That's how the pet rocks craze started. Exactly. Time for another donut rainstorm. <laughs> I hope he's in shock or something because I mean I certainly am. I don't even have my arm cut off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Action, adventure. Romance. Mark Fisherman and Kate Hamilton are back in Solar Siege 2. Doombringer. The 
evil, atrocious authority led by the dark samurai space wizard Vajar is on the hunt for the ragtag band of rebels as they push back against insurmountable forces. Will Duke Cloud Jumper, played by Mark Fisherman, learn to harness the power of the way and finally master his dark sword? Shooting now at the Viz Geek Studios in Seaside City and hitting theaters this Christmas. Doobringer! Uh, then we will go to Jim. I'm going to keep playing, man. Okay. If it's giving them all those, uh, <laughs> all those abilities and perks, man, that's it's a lot better than me whipping out my pistol. And God, I love that voice. I'm just going to keep playing, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep playing my tune, man. Keep, keep, keep my, my team inspired, man. <laughs> keep it mellow. All right. I mean, I do prefer country, but it's pretty good, though. <laughs> I, do like, I do like it. John, what's your move, man? All right, man. So, uh, what's who's surrounding me now? I got the, everybody's uh, down. Uh, the skinny dude that you were fighting, you kind of you get a, a bit of a headache. It's not enough to uh, disorient you, but it's definitely enough to kind of screw with your sense of perception because okay. he was just in front of you, but he's also no longer in front of you, and now is over in front of uh, Dan, who's run out um, and has has used what uh, from underneath his his long black cloak coat. You see, uh, his yeah. hand isn't a hand, but it's a uh, like a praying mantis type, almost like. Yeah, I, I just want to be like. There's no one st- still next. No, to everybody's me. kind of evacuated. All right, just double checking. So and I will the then. There, the captain's will then, harpoon out of a werewolf. I will then do the thing where I do like a, a whirling, like, not really. It's not a cartwheel because your hands don't touch the ground, but you, you like spin like 360 but kind of like at an angle with the sword right. extended out and I'll try to bring it down on top of a, a chart. I'll do it like right towards Dan and this, this skinny man and try to slice him up. Yeah. Right on man. Roll for it. Uh, with something extra still, you still, Johnny's still playing. Still yeah, playing. man. Play to that sweet song, Johnny. I'm rocking out for you, sister. All right. <laughs> Get it going. Keep it going on. Boogie on reggae woman. I am going to avoid this if I can. Target. He avoids the harm completely. Plus, he exists in two dimensions simultaneously. All he exists in five dimensions simultaneously. Five dimensions. Yeah. You saw my man Anton Short. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. I, I, I couldn't count all the dimensions. So you you swing your sword, and it's a good swing, but he it, it just it just misses him. No, he's he's working with something. <laughs> no one's got better moves than me. What? <laughs> so then we would be Bobby. What's um, Buddy White doing? Buddy White's gonna take a swing at this fellow that scratched me in the chest. Okay, well that fellow is not really dodging much because he's now missing an arm. So I'm gonna take a big swing at that dude and say, "You got some nerve scratching me with them icky claws of yours, mama." And I'm gonna kiss my fist and punch him in the face. <laughs> right on. How much damage the punch do? I'm glad he's a werewolf and can take a little bit extra. Jim, you are still inside, right? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm inside. I'm close enough to the action. Everybody can hear my song, so they're still getting the hysteria, the effects while they're attacking this freaking centipede, dude. Keeping it rocking, man. Just can't stop. Hey, man. Okay, there's a, one of the windows breaks, and a, uh, a werewolf uh, kind of climbs in through the window. And is, uh, Where did he come from? Around the side of the building, actually. 
Oh, I guess we didn't check our six after all. Uh, but only Jim is aware of it because the rest of you guys are outside now. I'm shouting. I'm shouting out to my uh, to my compadres. Yo, coming in from the flank over here, babies. Yeah, I mean, oh, can you take care of him? We got some kind of trippy uh, dimensional traveler guy out here. <laughs> okay, you, you got, got you got like forty werewolves in there with you. Maybe you guys could gang up. I'll uh, I'll get by with a little help from my friends, man. <laughs> so that guy's come through the window on this round. That's what he's doing. So this will be. Back to Jason. Yes. I mean, he not he's not by himself in there because you said there's like forty. Oh no, there's like forty. Uh, it's forty-seven of the catering people. Are yeah, inside. I mean that, that werewolf is a kamikaze, kamikaze werewolf. Actually. Um. Well, I'm gonna you know I am gonna swing on this guy again, but I, of course, me being me, I have to chat a little bit. So as I'm doing that, you know, we're just kind of sizing each other up and pacing around. I, I, I say, what kind of a weird hole did you crawl out of? I mean, this night it cannot have gone as you planned. All your guys are armless and lying, lying all over the place. It's, you're not getting the drugs back. I hope you realize that. But who the hell are you and what do you want with it? What do you want with our city? I do speak Cthulhu, so... <laughs> Is that on your character sheet? Lay it on your languages? You got... I've, I assume that, you know, now that I'm having visions, I probably do. He, he doesn't seem to respond, but it, it does... There is a slight um, warbling effect with when you speak. It seems like um, as if you were talking into a canyon and heard a slight echo return to you. Centipede Canyon Man. Yeah, all right. And I'm going to see if I can pierce the veil with my vision and look into the other world where he is residing. Oh, let's have fun with that. Uh, goddamn right, right? I mean, who wants to just swing a sword? I mean, no, I I'm cool, man. Do it. I didn't want to swing guys. a sword, but this, you know, maybe I'll see like a silver thread. I can sever it or something. You can go <laughs> hurtling back into the black hole. Okay, so this is kind of weird. You're seeing two things. Uh, you're seeing a uh, young Hispanic guy, probably in his mid twenties, uh, wearing um, green camo fatigues. Uh, he's got a red headband. You're also seeing a large bipedal centipede creature with uh, scythe-like arm appendages. They seem to be—it's like a 3D image. If the blue lines were the Hispanic guy in fatigues, and the red lines were the centipede creature overlapping each other, with my with my sword, I am going to try to cleave their auras apart. Okay. And the weird thing is, I'm sure that made sense to Anton. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm All right. There we go. Pretty heavy, man. I'm <laughs> there. That's why they call them heavy gigs. So you hit, but no mystical effects. Um, he is, of course, going to dodge, though, if he can. Of course. Because he sure as hell doesn't want to be hit. Well, he might He might kind of want to be hit. Uh, Jose, help me help you. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he kind of folds himself back and misses as the blade comes down in front of him. Oh, man, he escaped into a tesseract. 
So let's see. What are you, what are you doing, Jim? Uh, I like Tesseract, by the way. That was good. I have five. A werewolf in my face? It's or, coming uh, through the window, man. It's in the room. Okay, are the uh, what about Desdemona's cats? What are they doing too? Are they uh, Esmeralda on it? Esmeralda, not Desdemona. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm no, actually I... reading a book with a Desdemona in it. So that was... that's awesome, though. Sorry about that. You know how I am with names, man. Right. Um, I, remember, I remember the captain's name. That's about it. Uh, the, ca- the, the, the captain. That's <laughs> only because of his hot girlfriend named Tennille. I remember. Her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I imagine I imagine uh, Esmeralda and company from here at the Cafe of Gypsies is uh, opening fire on said werewolf. Yeah, they're 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 starting to try to unload, um, and they're for the most part they're hitting him, but it looks like it's it's clutching something to its chest. Oh, uh, probably something explosive. I would imagine it's about the size of a crockpot. Oh no. A crockpot? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to take a shot at him with my nickel plated because I got no other choice. So I guess you guys lose the benefit this uh, this round because I can't do that and attack. Yeah, so you hit him. What's the damage? He has to, um, you know, the whole either do one damage or uh, expose himself. But I think they're probably all exposed what this guy has in mind. Yeah. Kind of. It'll be interesting when you see what he's doing. Compared with the other three he's already taken, he falls, and the crockpot-looking object kind of rolls on the ground and is just laying there. Does it look like an explosive? or? It looks weird, man. It looks like a pressure cooker. Uh, what are you doing, John? All right, man. <clears throat> that guy's still around me, so I'm going to attack him again. Okay. And he just kind of glances at it. It's almost like he's studying you guys. All right. What? Do it again, bitch. What up? <laughs> <laughs> They're starting to piss me off. <laughs> uh, Bob, uh, yeah, Bobby, what's your move, man? Oh, um, oh, oh is he finished? Is John finished? Yeah, he's swinging a miss. And I'm going to punch that dude in the face who's sitting right in front of me yet again. I'm just gonna Skinny go- or Evan? Uh, the dude that I've been working on that's, okay. missing, that's missing half his arm, baby. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm just going to try to cold cock his ass and knock him out. Okay, roll this for one. it. Here we go, mama. He looks hurt, man. I am going to swing on Vanessa because fuck this shit. I hit you? Well, I mean, you can dodge, I guess. Oh, I'm dodging. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you are. And you are, too. So there's like a regular samurai showdown going on right now outside. Yeah. And Evan is stunned, so he ain't going to do shit. Uh, so that'd be back to the top of the order. I'm doing the same thing I did last time. I'm swinging the sword and trying to cleave their auras apart. Okay. This time I only get to roll two dice. Twelve. I mean, twelve ain't bad, my friend. Twelve ain't bad. It is not bad. Um, it's a fine roll. So the blade slices into him. And the... Trench coat mandible part of him uh, starts to crystallize and shatter. And what falls to the ground is a um, heavily desiccated corpse wearing uh, ratty military fatigues. Hello, I'm Rand Barrios. 
You may recognize me from Tabarios Casinos, hotels, or maybe you've enjoyed one of my great Tabarios steaks. Taste pleasure. They're huge. They're huge. They're huge. Now I'd like to tell you all about my latest adventure, Tabarios University, where you can learn the secrets of success the Tabarios way from trained success technicians, personally handpicked by me, the Ron, Ron Tabarios. Take such classes as the Art of the Steel, where I teach you how to get a steal of a deal on all of your real estate and success goals. I'm Marano, Ron Tabarios, and I approve this message for Tabarios University today. Remember, success can be yours, and success can be huge. Nah, it's not moving. Nah. It basically, what what it looks like it happens is you hit a figure with this blade, and when the blade makes contact, the intent of severing two uh, souls that seem to be intertwined was achieved, and when one of those souls crystallized into a uh, you know a glass like powder and 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 shuffled off the mortal coil. The other side was left to return to its form uh, that it was last in. Which was a dead guy. Which was a dead guy. A dead military guy. Right, okay. So it doesn't appear to be threatening us anymore. No, not him. And I, we, I don't sense... Uh, I, let me roll a soul roll real quick. Do I sense that the other thing, the mandible thing, ha- is like still in the vicinity... No, like, it, we'll make it roll. body or something? Or, um, you no, know, you do not get a sense that it is still around. Well, just in, ca- in case there's any kind of clues that we can follow, I'm going to um, I'm gonna kind of hold my head over to the side and kind of cringe, but I'm going to check the military uh, guy's outfit for, uh, for anything in his pockets. Um, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for dog tags. Or a wallet, an identification, something that could tell us who this guy was in case that becomes important. We um, can. That that will definitely be a thing I can let you do. All right, I'm gonna do that, and then after I've done that, I'm going to um, I'm gonna get rid of this body in some way, just in case. Here, cool. cool. I'm gonna jump to uh, everybody else who's in combat. Well, no. So Jim, you're not in combat. Are you doing any like spirit of the moment actions? Uh, if he's are are he's still fighting that Eben guy, right? Uh, Eben's still up, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go back to uh, giving him his buffs. Okay. Eben, Eben is all but dead, and he's stunned. Okay. He looks terrible, I can tell you from here. He's... Well, I'm going to check out whatever this crockpot is. All right, you make your way over to the crockpot. It has a, uh, a, a a transparent dome, like those kind of glass-top crockpots you're used to seeing. But this is made of some sort of plastic, and it looks like something's moving inside of it. <laughs> John, what are you doing, man? Ah, well, since this guy was fighting us now, a desiccated old army man. (laughs) I'm like... Say that every day. Yeah, that was a good move there. Mayhem? Throw me a brains roll real quick, man. 
Thanks. I can't say I know. <laughs> well, I did. I did with my level up. I took my brain from a negative one to a zero. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, and a ten. And you know what's weird, man? This corpse looks real familiar to Vanessa. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. It's my buddy. Secret government project. <laughs> Bob? Yes? What is uh, Buddy White doing? Is it the corpse that looks it's- familiar? It like, is the corpse. Like, I've good. seen a, this dead body before. Like, or do I just recognize the uniform? Yes, you recognize and... the uniform. And maybe <laughs> the face might look a little uh, shrunken happily, but it, it's kind of a familiar face. It's like the hair. I recognize the hair. Yeah. The hairdo. I recognize that bone Because if I write, it would be really weird if I recognize the corpse. I was like, I've seen this dead body before. <laughs> no, no. You... <laughs> There's something familiar about the corpse. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. What is uh, is Evan still in front of me and being all stunned and beat up looking? Yeah, he looks real yeah. stunned and beat up looking. All right, yeah, my turn then is I just, I'm like, wait a second. So I'm just going to finish off Evan then. I'm just going to punch him real hard in the face. Oh, roll for it, man. I'm tired of this dude standing here taking all my beatings. <laughs> you ain't selling none of these beatings, baby. You got you got to sell these things, Jack. And I'm going to wind up. And just crush him one right across the jaw for a nine. With so you hit him for one more point of damage. One more point of damage. Stay down. It's close, man. Then, Your descriptions definitely make it sound like more damage. <laughs> I'm a wordsmith, you understand. <laughs> you need some, uh, like, no, whoever's doing the punching, I mean, that little old lady, if she punched you, she'd also do one point of damage, which is kind of a weird rule. So I don't know. Maybe you need like a brass. brass I'm gonna get some brass knuckles. I guess when I level up again. Yeah. So Jason's rifling through. I'm not even gonna discuss what's happening with Jim right now because that's a whole story point in itself. John's coming to the realization that he's he recognizes this corpse and it was his buddy from a uh, from a secret military project. Uh, buddy just punched a werewolf in the face, but didn't stun him. And uh, I'm going to get the hell out of Dodge. I'm going to beat feet. Who, who's who's I? Evan. Evan's going to beat feet because he is no longer stunned and he is not dead yet. So he just kind of turns and runs the fuck into the night. All right. Somebody somebody throw a knife at him or something. <laughs> I mean, that's what's happening. You got, you got a round to hit him. Uh, I, don't, I don't have my bow, so you don't have a bow, Bobby. You got like a shoe or something you want to? I got, a, I got my pistol. I can shoot him in the back. <laughs> Take a shot, man. Take a shot. Oh, throw your shoe at him. I'm yeah, try to you only need to do one damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's there, man. He's there. All right, let's see what I got against this fella. Come on, Bobby. I will be dodging if I can. Ah, seven. Oh. Wait, with seven, as I choose one, I deal the damage. Um, I'm gonna choose to dodge you. Oh. I don't think I succeed. Ooh, you're gonna fail. I shot him in the back. He, he gets six he or less of the failure. He drops, man. Bang! And I yeah. blow, I blow yeah. the yeah. smoke coming off the 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 pistol and put it back in my pocket. There's a yelp, and then poof, he just falls. I feel a little bad for him just because of how that went. I'm just gonna say, I mean, it was like he was defenseless. He never did shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just he sat there and took abuse for like four or five rounds in a row. Well, you can't mess with a bull. You get the horns, baby. Yeah, it was like water torture, one point at a time. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to invest in some brass knuckles, I think. <laughs> but it was fun just to stand there and punch a your fucking werewolf in the face. Yeah. <laughs> You're like winding up your hand like you doing the little whirlwind thing and with a hand and punch exactly. him with the other hand and just... Complamo! Um, so what did I find on this? Can I can I put the pieces together for uh, old Vanessa now? Well, what, what you find are dog tags, uh, U.S. dog tags, right? Uh, fire team. Vanessa would be the one, one be like, no, no, let me. I'd be like, no, no, let's get back. I know this guy. I already did that though. I already. <clears throat> I hand I you the dog tags. That's fine. But I mean, I was doing it. Get out of the way. <laughs> All right, don't be rude. I mean, I always calm and as usual. That's why blood, I never got blood up here. But you know, uh, his name was Chase Martinez, and he was from Fire Team Nevermore. I think he was from Fire Team Paw Patrol. Fire Team what? Paw Patrol. I got no. His, his name is Ryder, man. Ryder's in Fire Team. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about Paw Patrol, dude. Okay. I got no idea what a Paw Patrol is. But <laughs> you don't have a three-year-old. Yeah, see, you don't have right, a kid, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. There's a, there's a show for three-year-olds called Fire Team something? No, it's no, the Paw Patrol. Don't inquire further. You don't want to know. <laughs> We're not playing Cthulhu. <laughs> so Fire Team Nevermore was the uh, special service group that went into South America. Uh, and we're uh, we're trying to track down uh, various um, World War II war criminals who were making use of extraterrestrial technologies uh, as they had fallen to Earth. Uh, they had been doing experimentation uh, using uh, this would be all stuff in SNS. They would have been doing experimentation using various forms of um, hybridization. Uh, experimentation involving uh, combining human DNA with extraterrestrial DNA. Uh, and a large group of Fireteam Nevermore uh, actually went missing uh, on a mission. And that is when they were recalled... Chase Martinez. Yeah, he was one of them. And that was when they were recalled to the, the States and black, uh, black booked, which means that all of their information was kind of taken off record. Um, and disbanded. So, you know, uh, this is definitely one of your comrades. Mm. All right. Yeah, I don't actually share that information with everybody. Or not immediately. You Which know, is fine. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, get you to do anything, but I'm just, I think Dan would ask, you know, with the, you, you gestured for the dog tags and everything, you look no, I like she you look upset, lunged right? and ripped them out of your hands and literally rudely pushed you aside and said, Get out of the way. Just said, crouched over the body. Do you know this guy? Oh, this is Chase Martinez. I do know this guy. He was He was in the shit with me. Down in South America. Down in Peru. Then I, I look up, I, I snap, she snaps her head back and surveys the situation, snapping out of it to making sure, see what's going on, knowing that now is not the time. But it's, it's crazy because running through your head right now, if he's here, there's another couple of members of that team that have gone missing as well. 
So. Oh yeah, she's that's what you know. She's looking around. Say wait a second. I'm gonna see what else is going on right now. Yeah, well, we'll make we'll, sure I'm not missing missing anything else. We'll figure out what happened to your friend, Vanessa. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We better um, go back, back inside and see what's going on. Yeah, she's already heading that we, heading that way. So we both, yeah, we headed back into the lodge or the warehouse, whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in there with the crock pot. With I was getting ready to say, well, now we're going to jump back to Jim at the crock pot. <laughs> I, uh, I asked Andorra over here if she's ever seen anything like this before. <laughs> hey, uh, excuse me there, Cassandra. Have you ever seen anything like this uh, crock pot I found over here? Before? You won't believe her if she tells you. Dead werewolf. Gypsy lady bowfist, right? <laughs> uh, uh, she's she's kind of coming down off the rafters. Everybody's still checking the windows and stuff to make sure that nobody's coming through. <laughs> um. She, she was just hiding up there at this point. And uh, you look you look through the top of the crockpot, and it seems to be full of uh, a churning mass of insects. Mm, this just keeps getting better and better. It's a bug bomb. Gross. Yeah, usually <laughs> that's the opposite of what this is. That's right. <laughs> uh, she she kind of comes down, and she's looking at it with you. She's like, I have never seen anything like this before in my life. I don't know what it is, but I wouldn't open it. Hey, Andromeda, thanks for all your help with the werewolves, dude. Hmm. You talking to Esmeralda? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, it's one of my things. I can't get names. Well, no, you, you threw dude out there, so I had no idea. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Hey, thanks for all your help against some werewolf dudes, Andromeda. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the crazy thing is they're not normally this wild, even on a full moon. Not in the city. Uh, not without the ebb and flow of nature to kind of fuel the rage. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, even the little Noesha tribe over on 4th, uh, you would you would know that 4th, uh, in the 4th, she says over in the 4th, you would know that's like a low-income borough. Of Seaside City, kind of rough part of town. It's got like you know murders and so low um, rent, low rent werewolves. Yeah, uh, they don't even lose it fully at the full moon, and those kids are wild as hell. Um, are we? Uh, are we there yet? I mean, you guys are walking in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Bobby, you're walking in too, right? You're not. Mm-hmm. You're outside oh wait, I forgot the captain's here. He might. He might know what this is. <laughs> oh, the captain's. Medical the captain's medical. taking scalps. Nice. He's taking scalps. Yeah, well, after he's done uh, taking off scouts of that harpoon, I think I'm going to show him this. Uh, well, if, I, if I overheard her say that last part, I'll say, um, oh, this was no natural. This was no natural bloodlust. This was no natural moon-touched situation. There was some kind of bizarre thing out there. I don't even know how to describe it, but it, uh, it, was, it was directing them in some way. It was manipulating and the, them driving them here so in some way. We, we seem to have killed it, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I, it had something to do with this. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not even entirely sure what's going on. Do you think it has anything to do with Talbot? I mean, if it does, and she has this amount of control over, this could explain how she's got control over them and has them dealing all this Dagon leaf uh, all over the city. Well, if it has anything to do with Talbot, I mean, um, well, Talbot, Talbot. May, Talbot may not be Talbot. Talbot may be whatever this thing was. It was like 
it was like a man with a passenger, and the passenger was something not of not in, like anything I've ever seen. That so was, that was maybe, killer. Talbot might might have been also like you know similarly possessed by one of these things. So yeah, I mean they all could be connected, sure. Well, I mean you guys should probably get over there and then check it out. I have to stay here and you know tend to some of the wounded and yeah i was gonna and speaking of which um our friend here he was he was hit pretty bad um and he needs some medical attention himself if you if you could provide that for him and then because right now he is he's probably not in any position to to head out for another big fight like that he's he according to the rules he requires one week of hospital stay so maybe we could get some kind of you know something to Pump some pump some painkillers in him. <laughs> well, we have some natural healing that might uh, may, might speed that process up quite a bit. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and they kind of uh, take you over to these giant casts, these wooden casts of like wine, um, and they pour a, a like a one of those kind of silvery goblets, and uh, they offer it to you, buddy. Hmm. Mm. Wine might be fine for you. Wine is all right. I, I drink a little whiskey and wine from time to time. You understand, especially if it's going to heal some of these these ailments that I took from that vicious creature outside that was just scraping and clawing at me, Mama. But I was able to put him down with these fists and this here pistol in my pocket, Jack. So I would love to have a what is this a cabernet, perhaps, or a... it's honey mead. That sounds like something I can get down with, Mama. And I take a nice big swig of the honey me. I sniff it first because I want to make sure make sure it smells uh, up to paw. You understand? For Buddy White's fine palate, it does. And you get back uh, one wound point. That's very nice. Instantaneously. And I also happen to have a first aid kit that I can help myself out with too, so I can do a little bit of that as well, which would take away one of them harm points, if you will. So, so now. Now I'm just at one home point, so I, I'm doing okay, baby. I'm doing all right. I might be I'll, be. I'll be fine. Thank you for your concern, Dan. I appreciate it. What's that? Yeah, no problem. What's that buzzing sound, by the way? I hear some kind of, I don't know, it's like locusts or something. I hope my house is not being invaded by locusts. I'm not really sure what I, it is. I don't mean in real life. I mean in the game. Oh, I'm, just, okay. I'm just noticing the crockpot thing. Yeah, check this out, man. What the, hell? what the hell is that? One of those werewolves brought it with him. I thought it, maybe he thought he was coming through a potluck or something. I don't know. That can't be good. The werewolf brought it in here? Yeah, we jumped in the window there. Thinking maybe he was thinking about opening it up in here to get the rest of us. Esmeralda, you got somewhere we can dispose of this thing? Somewhere preferably deep? And I was going to ask the captain about it. He probably has some knowledge. All the right. captain does kind of know everything, baby. He's, <laughs> he's out there tearing the scalps off all the I way. I mean, I it. didn't say he was a, uh, <laughs> a strange fellow, but he's a smart man, you understand? I don't, uh, I don't mean to interrupt your scalp in there, Captain, but I was wondering if you could take a look at this for me. Of course, of course. And he comes over and he's looking at it. It's all covered oh, in fucking oh. werewolf blood. Yeah, covered in blood. <laughs> there's, there's pelts hanging from his, his yellow rain slicker. Uh, and he goes, oh, this is very bad. Very bad. You say that about everything, Captain. Yeah, baby. I'd like, like a new weather report from you, Captain, from time. <laughs> well, you, you, you never show, buddy. You never, you and your friends, you never show me an ice cream cone. You never show me cotton candy. I know what an ice cream candy. cone looks like, Captain. I don't need your advice for an ice cream cone. Look at my yeah. big ass. I done well, you, you ice cream for everybody, Jack. You ask me to tell you something is 
is not very bad. Why do you only come and show me things when things are bad? Well, baby, well, 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 This, these bugs, these bugs, they come from the, they come from hot places. They come from the jungle. When they bite you, they, they infect your mind. They make you like them. All part of one hive. Captain, I gotta ask you real quick. I mean, this is the interesting information, but where the hell are you from? Your, your accent. Captain's <laughs> <laughs> from everywhere, but nowhere. Seven or eight times. Little bit of here, little bit of there. He's from everywhere, but nowhere in between, Mama. That's all. He's uh, European. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we should carefully uh, drop this in in some kind of lake or something and get rid of this thing. Oh no! Don't put it in water. They get bigger in water. They get burn bigger. It. Oh, burn it! Yeah, let's yeah, just burn. blow it up. Yeah, I would burn. I would burn it. Yes. Let's. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's burn it. So they have the giant fire pits that they mix the ash in to, to get rid of the Dagon leaf already. So they can take care of that for you guys. Thanks, I appreciate that. Be careful with it. Don't accidentally open it up. That's a crockpot full of doom. Yeah. So, uh, Esmeralda's just kind of looking at you guys. I would probably go to the Dockworks now if they're already sending this type of forces against us. You were going to send a couple people with us. I think we've probably earned that, especially. Yeah, I'm, I, I can send uh, Mercury with you guys, definitely. He's a sharpshooter. And uh, I'll send Davidoff with you as well. He's pretty good in a fight. Sounds good, thank you. I don't want to send too big of a group, because then you'll make enough rockets going in that we'll see. No, we'll, we'll be SEAL Team 6 now. No problem. So the captain can take you. So that makes sense. He'll take he'll take us. What do you mean? He'll, uh, he can take you on his boat to the dockworks. You guys have a boat. Well, I mean, docks are attached um, to land. What, do we really need to get there by boat? It would make more sense to come in from the the sea because if you come in from the sea, then they're not going to have as much detection out there. As opposed to if you, if you come in on land, you're going to have to go through all their security systems. Uh, you're going to have to deal with all the guards that they have. They're not going to have bikers on the water. Is this Esmeralda telling us this? Or? Yes, this is Esmeralda telling you this. You unsmart cookie mama. I mean, I can't... You wouldn't happen to have a boat that we could borrow. There, there's really no water in Tennessee. I left my boat in my other pants. No, the captain could take you in his boat. Oh, I didn't know the captain had a boat. I just thought he was uh, going for well, a nautical thing. He's, he's the captain. He's the captain. I mean, this whole house is made of boats. Listen here, baby. I, you, yeah, don't you remember that? They called him yeah. Captain Crunch. I ain't never seen him on a boat, mama. He has an admiral hat. Of course he has a boat. But we because went to, he makes cereal, then me he has, doesn't have a boat. Come on, man. We went to his pad. It was made of boats, man. <laughs> Remember? No, that was a long time ago, baby. I just got scratched by that wind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Captain. Just just be aware that every character like you I've ever seen in a, in a H.P. Lovecraft story does end up having his face peeled off at some point. Most of the time when looking out of a window in a windmill that you have taken uh, taken refuge in. Exactly. So if we see a windmill, you turn around and go the other way. You stay the hell out of that windmill. No, no hard feelings. And in university libraries. Oh, we? yes. Always university. I was wearing yeah. my Mexicanic university shirt yesterday. We need uh, the Necronomicon. So uh, do you guys need anything from me? Because uh, I'm going to tend to the wounded and get rid of whatever the hell these things are. I think we're okay, baby. We'll thank you, thank you for your help with dealing with them werewolves. You understand? What are you gonna do with the rest of these leaves that you got hanging around this uh, 
this crazy kitchen of yours. I'm going to burn them, mix them with ash and spring water and burn them so that we can get rid of them. And then Damn. I'm going to send my boys back out on the streets and have them uh, try to take out as much of this stuff before it gets to the public's hands. I love it, baby. That's a great thing to do. So you guys go with the captain and uh, we'll stay here. <clears throat> So the captain leads you guys through. I, I'm, I'm assuming everybody's going with the captain. Yeah. Um, first, I want to do something about Chase. No, that was Mike. Okay. Martinez. What are you doing with Chase? <laughs> um, I would like to take this. He, he deserves a proper burial, man. He was a good guy. I don't mm-hmm. know what happened to him, what possessed him. Um, but I'm like, we need to give this man a proper burial, everybody. That's fine, baby. I respect your uh, uh, admiration and dedication to your friend. So I, I'm definitely down for that. Like a Viking <clears throat> Viking funeral, perhaps, you're thinking? Mm, a Viking funeral. <laughs> yeah, put him on the pyre there. Um, I'm going to take these dog tags. She, she, <laughs> she won't say much right now, but she will take the dog tags and any medals attached to said military uniform. And any other personal items. This is engraved Zippo. Man, this guy had seven purple hearts. And he his a rough pocket life. watch. I'm sorry his for the loss of Zippo. your friend. His combat knife? Uh, yeah, anything that is... You guys pers- fucking any personal items. Looting his dead body. And then uniform. And uniform. Not looting. Why don't you take his wallet and see if there's any money in it? Not looting. <laughs> Just kidding. Hmm. And then, uh, yeah, in uniform... Lay it on the fire. Lay it on got the, the, the photo of Lola on the pyre. Okay, that's a fitting, uh, a fitting remembrance, I think. Yeah, and then she'll eventually, like, she'll uh, once we're out of this adventure, the next day she'll she'll use some of her abilities. Uh, she knows a guy. That's one of her things. She knows a dude. She, well, you got to get to she, tomorrow. First. She has a skill called "I Got a Buddy." Because she's served with people all over the country. That's true. She's going to get some specialized access to information. That's why you play play this little tune. So the captain, uh, once you guys get the the funeral rites... Johnny, can you you play me a song? (laughs) Absolutely. 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 What would you like? Something a little melancholy. Over the hills are far away. (laughs) Yeah, something that's just going to... You got it, baby. Send them off. Bud Zeppelin did pop into my head again, so that would I didn't know Chase too good, but I looked up to him. Wish you were here. He was a experienced There you go. Experienced sky soldier when I was on my first mission with the with I'll just call him the group for now. That's all you guys need to know him by anyway. The group. Oh. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. That was real nice of Bud. Just a man I respect. Um all right, so then after all that, then yeah, let's roll with the captain. Have you guys get all that taken care of? You guys, uh, the captain, uh, he leads you through a collection of closed down tents. Uh, you know, if they were open during operating hours, it would be uh, you come where all the midway games were and stuff. And so he's leading you kind of through all those towards the docks. Uh, I need everybody to pop me a soul roll. Let your soul glow. 
Gotta let your soul glow. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Ooh, that's not terrible for me, baby. Jason's alright. Buddy's <laughs> alright. He's not alright. Mine's, uh, mine's nine. I don't know how a two got in there. Should have been a one. So, uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve is okay. No, nine. Mine's a nine. Look, I'm just saying, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oof. So two of you succeeded, two of you failed. Uh, so that means two of you will get a chance to react before I attack, and the rest of you will be caught by surprise. Captain, yeah. how could you? No, no, it's not the captain. Uh, <laughs> two shrouded figures uh, leap from the tops of the, uh, the tents. They are uh, clad in ankle-length black coats with hoods. They are weird, wielding what appear to be machetes. Appear to be. Appear to be machetes. They can be anything. Their weapons seem slightly organic in nature. Uh, and they are going to be taking swings on... Okay. Jim, you are being attacked, so I'm assuming you're going to roll to get out of the way. Yes, I am. You're going to be in a negative one. What's your, uh, is your hustle or your might better? You can use either one. My hustle. These two shadowy figures have jumped down and are attacking Johnny. No, Johnny. So uh, that's that's their is, move. Who are these turkeys? Uh, so we'll go top of the order. We'll just keep the same order we had. Jason, what are you doing? So I mean, these are these are the same as the yeah, they're same. Well, I mean, not the same. They're they're slightly different in size, but they're still kind of the same looking creatures. It is safe to assume that they are the same type of thing. I'm gonna roll a soul, and I'm gonna see if they are also men in military uniforms. Okay. I'm not gonna say that out loud for obvious reasons. <clears throat> okay. I'm curious for myself. Roll an eight. Um. It's a little foggy, but probably. Okay. Man, it's going to be rough on Vanessa, but I don't know what to do about it. Hmm. Uh, maybe they won't be dead this time? Maybe they probably won't be. Um, <laughs> when I attack with my sword, which is what I will do, I'm going to have the same objective I had before, just in case, uh, by so doing, one of them may not be dead that I Fair. hopefully won't destroy him. Fair enough. Makes sense? Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, so it's Jim there. Johnny? Okay, so I'm having... Two, two guys are attacking me. And yeah, I'm two... Attacking. And they look... I mean, you can tell they're coming for you. Okay. Oh, specifically, huh? Yeah, specifically. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to give him the God of Thunder then. I can do that more than once a day, right? Because stun and, stun and deafen. There's only two of them? There's only two of them. They are stunned. Oh. Okay. So then let us jump to Vanessa. Um <clears throat> so these guys are all look they they look like essentially animated black cloaks with uh with legs sticking out of the bottom that are kind of nebulously made of shadow and um they are, they're really just moving one arm, which is uh, essentially an arm that around the forearm area turns into a uh, four-foot-long, organic-looking uh, machete. machete. 
What was? But what were? What were you saying about army uniforms? That was the the body that dropped when Dan slashed into it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I was able to see that before um, I took it down. I was able to when I when I tried to look at it. But I see it now. Once you hit the first one, you just see the figure. You just see the weird, shadowy kind of machete-armed creature. Okay, so I don't. Okay, because I was like, I heard it in there, and I, I was waiting to ask. All right, so then I don't know any better. Correct. At the moment, and I am going to. Are they like on us? Are they like right on me? On top they're, of yeah, me there's right two now? of them that are just right on uh, Johnny, just wailing on him. All right, man, fucking shring, step up, slice. So six, six. Yeah, it, it looks like it hurt it pretty damn bad. All right, six, six for this. Next would be uh, buddy. You got it, Johnny. Don't hurt. Don't hurt my money maker. I'm gonna. He's the biggest attraction in the club, God. <laughs> in the damn face. I, I will also. I don't know what you guys would do about it, but I guess I will also say out loud. I'll, I'll yell out as this is happening that uh, these things are just like that other guy. There's, there's, there's two. There's two creatures here. There's, huh? There's, there's Who doesn't snaps her head towards you? Is like what? You probably would have told us that on the way over, right? No, I specifically okay. said I did not. Oh, okay, sir. Um, I mean, she saw it. She she was so so was Buddy. Everybody, but you. I were did see there, it, but, Mama. But I'm, but now, I'm saying now that I see that these are the same so, kind of things that also. All right. Seems now to now I'm like okay, so now on my next turn, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna punch one of these things right in its face. Roll it. That's a 12. Mm, now I just be throwing mm, beats. Mm, 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 when, mm, when your fist connects with it, it feels like you're punching uh, literally a punching bag. Like it feels like you're hitting a sand-filled sack. Okay. What'd you call me? <laughs> sand-filled sack. Sand-filled sack. <laughs> All right, so that's back to me. That's <laughs> Come on, you guys. Don't call me Sanchez, Zach. <laughs> Here we go. Guys. First roll. Second roll. Both on Johnny. In the future, uh, you must take them down or something. I thought Johnny could try. I thought Johnny rolls. They were stunned. Yeah, you, don't, you don't roll, Anton. I'm going to attack Johnny, and then Johnny rolls his two. You're right. You're right. My bad. Plus Sorry. They are, uh, aren't they still stunned? Yeah, they're stunned. Yeah, they're stunned. Yeah, I stunned them. I didn't put it on my tracker. That's my fault. No worries. So we're back to the top of the order. Jason, go for it. All right. Um, next verse, same as the first. Since I do seem to have some way to do this, I'm just going to keep trying to do it. So I'll target the one that was already hit, just in case that matters. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, so you uh, cleave into it, and you can kind of actually see the webbing between the uh, strange centipede-like biped creature 
and uh, you watch as the age, uh, the the weathering of life kind of takes over, and the corpse begins to kind of malform and desiccate as it splits into two. Yikes! The corpse hits the ground, and the uh, the centipede biped creature kind of fades into uh, a, a trans dimensional state. What does that look like? <laughs> I don't like if you took a handful of glitter and threw it in the air, and then uh, the glitter never hit the ground. It just kind of dissipated. Awesome. It's like being inside a kaleidoscope. So Vanessa is paying particular attention to this also. And you see another... Familiar uh, corpse. Yep. Another military-fatigued corpse hit the ground. Do I recognize him like I recognize Chase Martinez? Uh, it does look slightly familiar, but you wouldn't know who it was because the corpse is so badly. Just uh, rec- I recognize the uniform. Or the yeah. Trail. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so then that would be Vanessa. No, no, that would be Jim. Jim. Okay, so the uh, the guys are still going. There's one that's been wounded. Yeah, there's one that's still there. Hmm. I don't know if I should try to attack again with the stun. I'm probably doing more more good keeping them stunned, so I'm going to do that. Yeah. I like that idea. That's nine. That, uh, hold on, let me... Yeah. I think on a seven to nine, uh, it's, it's only affecting on one of them. Well, there's only one of them up. Okay, so, cool. Yep. That works excellently. You've got it. Stunner. So he is stunned. Um, that would be that would be Vanessa now. Uh, Vanessa. Salute, stands up, salutes. <laughs> and starts... Uh, Rattling off um, secret access to code words from the war. Uh, so you, whiskey, oh, you, whiskey, you not a tango. Okay. Stand down, soldiers. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Fuck she's, it. She's lost it. PTSD flashback. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get. Yeah, let's she's see what happens. Something. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Oh no, I see. Smooth is my thing. Is throw, my yeah, thing. throw it, throw, throw, throw me a smooth. I was thinking oh, that like. Ooh, that works. Okay, okay. Getting what you want, baby. It, it lets you get nice. what you want. Nice. Well, okay, no, it's not gonna have a reaction until it's turn. We'll wait until okay. it's turn. Okay. Um, buddy, what are you doing? I'm going to punch this dude in the face, baby. That's pretty much what I do. I punch things. Okay. So I'm going to wind up and a pitch. Oh, I missed. Okay. Whiff. (laughs) Now, can I choose to do something because you've missed? Yeah, it says on a six or less, you deal no damage, and your opponent can counterattack and or the DJ can make a move of his choice. (laughs) I was going to shank oh, you yeah. as the move of my choice, but I'm going to do something else, so it doesn't react. Alright. So, uh... It, it... It it almost looks like it's it's walking, and uh, and part of it moves forward while part of it hangs back. Like it stretches apart? Like it's kind of pulling at its own seams. 
Nice. Yeah, and it 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 stops uh, momentarily, and you see some recognition, um, and you recognize the face. It's a person named Toby Glenn, uh, Toby. and it it, it kind of it locks eyes with you, Lock eyes with me. and uh, it I grabs it kind of grabs the the centipede form and throws itself into the water. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, this is a yeah, bad a, experience for our friend. Did he throw there's, himself on a grenade just now? Essentially, there's a, uh, there's a, I'm sorry, what? There's a body on the pier. The captain looks very confused and is holding a harpoon. Um, and there's the water is kind of slowly rippling uh, as it dies down to a calmness. He's just confused because he can't scalp a shadow. Pretty much. <laughs> That's where his head is. He's all bummed out about it. A little, a little sad that he can't take the, the head off of one of these things. So you have a fatigued military corpse laying there. Fatigued? <laughs> it's very fatigued. T- he's just tired? He's tired, but yet dressed in military <laughs> clothing, you understand? He's a little bit of both. <laughs> so you're going to go back through its pockets and stuff, Jason? No, I, no. I think I've figured out what's going on. I know, okay. obviously, I know she knows them. Not Is Vanessa reacting in any way? No, it's just kind of in shock. Okay. Thread is gone, right? So, you guys are all just kind of standing there. <laughs> what well, was that? <laughs> well, um, I, I'll put my arm around her and I'll say, let's put your, let's put him to rest, too. And I'm not exactly yet. <laughs> she's like, she's like, no, 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 don't touch me. So, are you going to leave the body there? Or? Anton, we're going to have to just give John 20 or 30 minutes right now <laughs> to work through this. Vanessa's very upset, Mama. This is a, this is just like it's a very trying time for her. It's, we it's, need a we need a we need a do something with these spies here. Ah, oh, we can come back. We gotta we got something to do. We're trying to get to the fucking which one called? Yeah, baby, the pier. Yes. Yeah, let's just get going. But he looks over and kind of bites his bottom lip because he feels his friends are going through some tough times. You understand? It's always hard when she's got friends, like hard, when hard when, and steel fucking emotions are like like you can't. When when friends are going through times, she's always pretty happy, happy go lucky. That's what I'm saying. I've known Vanessa for a long time, and to see her hurting like this is putting a hurting on but a white. You understand? It's it's a. She looks sad, but you could tell she's affected. She's like fucking hard and steel. I can start playing taps with that. She wants to make some people pay. We're going to make them pay, Mama. We're going to make them pay. We're going to make them pay some heavy due for doing this to your friends, baby. Mm. These people got a lot to answer for. For a lot lot of people. So you guys, uh, he leads you to a boat. Saddle up. 
It is a uh, it is a nice size little tugboat called the Golden Pearl. Ah, uh, sounds beautiful, but it's a rust bucket. Oh yeah, it's a rust bucket. <laughs> yeah. But it does it does actually have some uh, some quarters with bunk beds in it. Um, but you guys haven't slept in three days. I'm just gonna make a note of that. Wow, really? Yeah. What? I feel like it. Has it been that long? It has been three days of I non. Think, I thought it have, was still the. There hasn't. You guys haven't taken a break in three days. Well, that's because you know we only play every month or so. We want to do a lot of stuff. We, uh, I, take, I, I thought I, this was the second day. I thought we just I, nah, skipped day, one night. Remember, day one was at the, the night at the club when Buddy yeah. was breaking into the hotel. That's right, yeah. Mama. Day that two, night, we didn't sleep because we went and, that same night. We, we did not sleep. We went straight and we ended up meeting uh, to the market or whatever. Uh, right, you guys went to the market. And, and then you guys left. You left the market, uh-huh. and then you drove through Sweetwells, right? And then you were there at, at night. You're driving at night when you met the three forms. What? I don't remember being night. That's the part that doesn't really. Then we went to the movie studio. Then you went to the movie studio. That was no, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. When was it night though? Because we went. Okay, so we left. Oh, you're right. It's been um, two days. Because you left. You left Kagas. Kagas. You got that was Kagas. that was the first. That's definitely that was night, early morning. No, Kagas, Kagas early in the morning. morning. It was like four or five in the morning. Because yeah, when we ran into that lady who I punched in the face in front of the what's it called? That was the first daybreak we had. Right. Yeah. Because that was yeah that was even before daybreak. That was pre dawn still. Yeah. Because then we went to the club and it had been attacked. Right. And then from there, we went to. The movie studio. The movie studio. I thought we drove to the movie studio in the morning. It was first thing in the morning. It was first. Thing you got to the movie, movie studio first thing in the club, and then left from the club without sleeping. So just one night of no sleep. Well, so, so the first night when the game started, and then from then the second that, night that following morning, right? Yeah, you're, you're we, we left for the movie studio. Right. Right. We went we to the movie studio. The first day. This is still the the second day because we just skipped one night of sleep because we went to the movie studio. This is all happening because we got studio in the morning, did the thing, followed Esmer- Esmeralda. Now it's night, so it's about to be dawn again. So yeah, this would be. How long did it take to... Because, dr- okay, because we went to the movie studio in the morning and then we went back to the warehouse. How long did that drive take then? Hours and more hours. Hours, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> apparently like this is on hours. the other side of the state. We are no longer in Seaside <laughs> City. Seaside City's really big. We're right in Seaside yeah, County. Dude, you can drive across any city <laughs> in the United States in an hour and a half. New York maybe four. Or in hours. Seaside County, Mama, which is a municipality, <laughs> if you will. They have a whole other set of laws and uh, jurisdiction. Rush hour traffic. So we're yeah, looking so, at what somehow we got skipped ahead to nighttime on that second day. Or so two days, not three days. <laughs> this is the second night, <laughs> and Vanessa wouldn't go two nights without sleep. Probably, she'd be like, "All right." We gotta go to the pier and all, sure, but we need sleep. Well, there are bunk beds. In well, there the... are bunk beds in the tug. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. let's let's make use of them bunk beds. Get a little rest. A little so shit. the captain uh, starts up the tug and smiles. It's gonna take you guys about two hours to get the docks from here. Get a, get a power nap. It'd be quicker normally, but the boat is slow, and he's not trying to draw attention. So this is a chance for y'all to rest up. Okay. 
and everybody will get back a point of damage if they rest. Alright. While, while I sleep, I'm going to, um, I'm going to have a harrowing experience. You are, because I've written about it. Um, oh, well, there you go. I don't even have to tell you then. <laughs> I wrote it down, so I know you'll be having a harrowing experience. And the harrowing experience will be experienced by everybody no, in the party. No sleep for me. Well, everybody will be having the same harrowing experience. Ooh, that's fun. Yes. Now they're all going to see that you're not a crazy person. He let us talk about resting for the last ten minutes. He's like, you guys aren't going to rest. We hmm. So as all of you drift off into sleepy land, uh, you find yourself awakened uh, together, standing in a desert that stretches out in all directions. And I just instantly look at <laughs> Dan and go, what the fuck have you done to us, Dan? Yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> Man, so, I, I, don't, I hadn't been to this rodeo before. It's all new. Vanessa, any reactions? Still just like full on like thousand yard stare fucking Even though you're standing in a dream reality with your party. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh Johnny. <laughs> wow man, what a trip. <laughs> Where are we? Man? Your arm, the robotic arm, is made up of uh floating mathematical computations. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Some good shit, man. <laughs> uh, you guys see about ten feet from you, a small Aboriginal man with a flowing white hair and a white beard is sitting cross-legged, his eyes closed. He's on the hood of a burning race car. Hey, how are you doing? That's a strange place to have a seat, friend. Oops. Yeah, the fire doesn't seem to be, be my uh, spirit guide being a race car and all. <clears throat> and he says. Uh, Sleep is but death within. Uh, you exist outside of the waking world. However, for most, death cannot be escaped. And in your case, all of you, this may not be true, as you have all escaped death before. But because of certain obligations I myself have to both Dan and death, Death has bid me visit you in this between place and see if you were fit to continue along this path. So I ask you but two questions. First, I can move over water, but cannot fly. I can move underwater, but stay quite dry. What am I? And you're all just kind of standing there, staring at this guy, like, wait, what? Any, anybody that has anything to, to offer, feel free. I can move over water, but I cannot fly. I can move underwater, but I can stay quite dry. Oh, I'm a boat. Mm, they don't really stay dry. Part of it stays underwater, and part of it moves. But, but you know, it's not dry when it's underwater. Sunlight? He does uh, not react to the word. How about, how about a martini? A martini. A shadow <laughs> shadow is the correct answer. There uh, we go. I liked martini too, but 
Um, a, a martini would have been good. Um, a martini in a in a flat in a flat uh, you know in a flask. Just, just trying to help. A water waterproof flask. So yeah, um, shadow. You all notice that your shadows start to uh, to change and move and become fractalized light. Uh, the the light that is being cast from the burning car onto all of you is projecting your shadow behind you. But now you can move around freely and look at your shadow. Very good. Okay. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm never eating any more of that goulash ever. I'm taking half credit for that answer. Uh, Sunlight was good. <laughs> Sunlight was good. Yeah, it actually did make me think of it. I was halfway there. Uh, I, I, did you got? Did we have peyote and I forgot? Somebody slipped us a Mickey Jack. My second question. Yes, sir. Between brothers, it's important. Uh, it's important. Ah, oh, shit. Sorry. Hold on. Passed down from father to son and shared between brothers. Its importance is unquestioned, though it is used by others. Used more by others. There you go. There. It is. The name. Passed down from father. Is it the name? Oh, that's a good name. one, dude. I yeah. think that is it. Surname. He smiles and vanishes, leaving you to stare at your fractal shadows on the ground. Oh, that didn't really say whether it was right or not. Sounded good to me, though. But he, he's gone? Yeah. Hey! Hey, you gonna get us out of here? About, uh, yeah. This is, uh... is my car still on fire? Yes. So this is your everyday, Dan. This is how you live your life. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah is- pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, now I um, get a, now I get a lot about. Wait your, a second, is this happening or is this a dream? I thought I was just dreaming. I'm not really sure what's happening here, but I I, I have a whole new respect and admiration for your existence, Dan. It's very very challenging to be you. I, I uh, I'm gonna try to touch the car, and see if it burns me. That makes Doesn't complete and utter sense in this reality. Yes, touch a flaming car. It is made of cold fire. The fire is cold. <laughs> From the bowels of Atlantis. <laughs> oh, From that's the bowels of Atlantis. Little trademark symbol on there. Ding! Cold fire. Cold fire. Cold fire. You're the best. So, so does, it burn, does it burn me? No, it's not burning you. And as you guys move around, you're noticing your shadows are staying where they were. This is just crazy town. I think it's time to wake up. Yeah, I get. I, I'm gonna get in the car. I'm gonna tell everybody to get in the car. The doors don't open. All right, well, I'll jump in the window. <laughs> like the uh, I mean that. Out. Yeah, it, it kind of works. You kind of get yourself inside, but it's still kind of a. It's not a functioning car. It's just kind of a burning effigy of a car. Mm. You've gotten your answer. You just got to okay. figure out how to apply it. Uh, also, like, hella quick work on that, Jim. Really impressed there, dude. I will, um... I will address my shadow by my name, I guess, or something? What would you say to your shadow? You are my shadow. <laughs> that is having no effect. Oh. I don't know what I would say to my shadow. 
You sure are a handsome devil. You stick, know that, baby. Stick with me. We'll, we'll go places. Me first, then you. I'm going to give my shadow a thumbs up. You are one lucky son of a gun to be right. following me around, baby. You're cool. You, You're cool. Shadow, you could be stuck with anybody, Jack, but you stuck with the great white baby. We've had when you say your name, the shadow turns into a doorway. Look at that. I said address by my name earlier. Okay. Yeah, but then I asked you, what did you say? And you started singing. My name. <laughs> uh, look, boys, I done made a doorway because, of course, I did. <laughs> and right. you guys watch as uh, Buddy White kind of walks into his shadow and disappears back into Sleepy Land. I do the same thing, except I don't say Buddy White, obviously. I say Dan May. May. I can't say my own name. Not Dan Mayhew. All right. You, you, you kind of see the door open up. You walk in and disappear. Is it unpleasant being here? No, it's not. Okay, oh, she, no. she does not say? speak her name yet. Okay. Oh no, this is some alone time. She, she wait. She looks. She looks at uh, Johnny in the eyes, mm-hmm. and, and as if like you're next. I look at her. I say, "Hey, you need some time." That's cool, Mom. No, she didn't say nothing like that. She's just like, you know. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, you need some time alone. That's cool. I say my name and I'm out. Ah, no, you're not. So, Johnny. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Yo, sir, uh, when you say your name, your shadow kind of shudders a second, kind of hiccups and j- like jolts. And a tall, androgynous, alabaster skinned person in a white suit with a pink power tie and a matrix of pink and green cubes painted on in heavy stage makeup across their face uh, is now standing before you. Its left arm is a sleek, shiny, metallic. And it glows uh, with uh, soft blue inlays all through it. Uh, it seems to the, the figure itself seems to emanate an aura of of spaceman coolness. <laughs> and spaceman it, coolness. it smiles at you. And uh, you know when you kind of react to it, it it moves with you as if it's mirroring your movements. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the, the thumbs up. And it gives you the thumbs up. And I'm going to give him the horns. Gives you the horns. I'm going to say, all right. And it's <laughs> all right. But it's, it's all right. It's kind of auto-tuned, as if it was able to project auto-tuning naturally. But it, it kind of comes to embrace you. And as it does, you feel your body kind of j- uh, jitter, almost, as if reality is kind as of like if- when it... As if uh, you're skipping through time. Right? As if you're skipping mm-hmm. through time and space. Oh, man. That is always a bad skip, Mama. That can't and, be good. And, you know, everything kind of turns into, like, static. And uh, your eyes snap open, and you're back on the boat, but you're feeling extra freaky. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this just hangs out for a while. Okay. <laughs> Like, I don't know how much time has passed on the other side. None. It's zero time passes on the other side. Like, hmm. It's just like, kicks back for a little while. And then, uh, maybe tw- 10, 20 minutes later, she'll say, all right, Vanessa, sweet foul. And the doorway opens up. Corporal. You pass through. Is she corporal? I don't know what her rank is. Yeah, she would have been captain. Captain. Captain Vanessa, uh, sweet yeah. All right. You pass back through. Um, all of you rest, uh, wake up fully rested. 
Johnny, you, you, you have uh, holes in your memory. Okay, like which part of my memory? Like there are bits and pieces that seem to be different, and you remember them differently. Moments in history, moments in the future, moments in the past. Mm-hmm. It's as if uh, an event has transpired that has maybe restructured some things uh, because you remember the future as the past mm-hmm. and some of that has now changed oh. but my personal history I remember all that you do remember all of that okay. but you now also remember fractured bits of other possible futures okay man that sounds pretty far out man and a lot of it seems to be uh, dealing with that robotic arm that you found that was the super old but super heavily worked one on one of the forms yeah so that seems to be a pretty heavy focus of some of your uh, your memories I got that back in my van (laughs) alright so you guys kind of come to and uh, Rain is just battering down on the boat Rain is battering down on the boat you can't see more than 20 feet in any direction uh, the captain is, you know, he seems to be kind of stressed out as you guys are coming out of the bunk area. He said, the instruments are going crazy. The rain came out of nowhere. Uh, we can't be that far off the coast. Um, you guys are looking around and the, uh, the tugboat pulls up on the beach. And by your estimation, uh, you know, looking at the, looking at the compass, looking at the maps, he thinks you're about a half a mile on foot from the dark, uh, the dockworks. You guys are near a place called Echo Caves. I don't know if you follow the Twitter feed of K-Bomb. All you listeners should. Uh, but there has been some history revealed about those caves. You can feel free to go and look that up. You know, do you guys want to stay on the boat and wait out the storm? Or do you want to just kind of head to the dockworks through the rain? Through the rain, man. We got to go. We got to get there, baby. We ain't got no time to, to wait well. this out. All right. Well, he passes out a bunch of yellow rain. Uh, okay, cool. He passes out a bunch of yellow rain jackets that match his. Uh, they're they're kind of a mixture of yellow kimonos and rain slickers with little uh, matching yellow hats, so that you guys can all be protected from the elements. And uh, he says he'll stay with the boat. And as you guys kind of ready yourselves for the next leg of your adventure. A, uh, you get to the, the bow of the ship, you get ready to disembark off the rope ladder, and this figure uh, is running towards the boat in the rain. He's got long, black, curly hair. Uh, it's, uh, it hangs almost down to his stomach, and his beard is thick and curly as well. Uh, he's dressed in a black t-shirt, blue jeans, clunky work boots. And he, uh, he scrambles up the side of the boat and he looks at you guys. His eyes are really weird, though. They're like amber in color. And they kind of dance with a, a, a wildness to them. He's got a bundle under one arm. And in the other hand, he's holding something that kind of looks like an old-timey flintlock pistol. And he, uh, he looks at you guys. And he looks back over his shoulder. And you can all read across the back of his t-shirt, uh, Third Eye Garage. And he looks back at you guys and he goes, Oi! Thank the snake goddess, I found someone. Ah, y- you see, the, 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 there's a fellow back there at the docks. Uh, well, well, I took something from them because they took it from me. It belonged to me first. Well, it was promised to me anyways. Anyways, I took it back, and now they're mad. Uh, 
So there's some guys after me, and he kind of points out into the uh, into the rain, and you can see five or six of these uh, black cloaked figures with machete arms slowly making their way through the rain towards the boat. And uh, and that's where we'll stop. I knew who this is. Uh, you, I'm sure we all know who this is. <laughs> so that I think is a pretty decent ending point because, like Bobby said, it's uh, it's one a.m. Hey, buddy, let's get to it. She draws her sword and is ready to go. Next time, next time on Heavy Gigs in Seaside City. Oh my goodness! We will hang out with Arcane Mark and the crazy fools in the rain. <laughs>